welcome to Dream It, Dare It, Do It, a podcast where you live the life you love or live the life you want, just live this fantastic life. And um, today I have a friend of mine called Sarah Costin. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Jasmine. Thank you for accepting to join me. Thank you for inviting me. So Sarah, folks, ha, was a, um, a fellow Supercoach Academy this year. And uh, so we're both officially super coaches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, she lives in Colorado, right? Yeah. Colorado. So just tell us, uh, tell the people listening who you are, just like a little blurb of what you're doing and who you are. Sure. I am now a certified transformative coach from Supercoach Academy, and I just transitioned into coaching full-time just a couple months ago. I was uh, a public librarian. I was a children's librarian for 11 years and at the library for 17, so um, I've been coaching for three years part-time, and and now I'm doing this full-time, and I absolutely love it. It uh, It lights me up. Speaking of, I mean, you mentioned living a life you love. I just realized the other day that I was like, oh, there's not a single thing in my life right now at this moment that I'm not really excited to be doing. Like mm. my days are just filled with things that really light me up and I feel really grateful and really blessed. Very cool. That's actually one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show because I know that you've had this big transition and that you, um, that even though, you know, you, you really, you use, you started, like you're the one who initiated the change. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that it it has been difficult. It was difficult for you and that you had to go through a whole bunch of things to be to where we're at today. And I know that the people, the people in your life, the people in your city didn't make it easy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they were all like, no, don't leave. I, 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 I read the I read the article that there that they had, and I was like, "Oh my god, that would have been heart wrenching." So, <laughs> so, so I'm hearing that you're you're living the life you love, and um, so like it it wasn't really that before this it wasn't the life you loved, right? So what do you, what did you see in that? Like, what had you do the change? Yeah, that's a really good question because sometimes I even reflect on it because I actually really loved my job at the library. Um, being a children's librarian was really fun and I got to know the community and I, I read little kids stories and played them the ukulele and sang silly songs and, you know, like my, my world was really, was really great. It was a great job. And um, at some point I just knew that I was ready for something else. And it was just this little inner knowing that, um, was just whispering that there was something else I'd, I want to be doing. And it, it ended up being coaching, but it took me a while to find it. Um, so I kind of explored, I call it the path of the hummingbird. I would just follow like a hummingbird. I would just be like, oh, that flower smells good. I'll go over there. And so I like tried um, a yoga. I taught yoga for a while and that was like a flower for a while. And then I was like meandering over here to coaching and, and did other things like that until I really just kind of l- let myself find the next thing. Um, and so in leaving in this transition, it was really interesting. I often call it how like 
20 for me 2020 I mean 2020 is a lot of things but yes. this year because I made this transition it was like the year I left a job I love to create a life I love hmm. and I think there's there's this um this feeling or um maybe we get from our culture I'm not sure where it comes from but that like you have to hate your job in order to leave it or you have to be unhappy in order to make a big change um and that wasn't my experience. It, it wasn't that I was unhappy. It wasn't that I hated my job. It wasn't that like, um, it was just this, this little whisper that, um, of this path that it was guiding me in this other direction. And, um, and, and the reason it was so hard, uh, like you mentioned the ups and downs was because like, I really loved my coworkers. I loved my community. Um, my identity in my small town was Miss Sarah, the children's librarian. Like I would be in the grocery store and little kids would run up and be like, Miss Sarah. And so um, I felt a little bit like saying goodbye to this old identity. Mm. And, and I really grieved, I really did, to be honest. I knew that it was the right choice, but I really grieved this, um, this part of myself of saying goodbye um, to Miss Sarah. And even though I knew she would be, she's a part of me forever, but it felt like, um, it felt like saying goodbye and kind of stepping into Sarah the coach. And, um, and like I said, there was always, I always knew I was doing the right thing underneath whatever I happened to be feeling. And, and that gave me such um, confidence because I could be feeling really big feelings of grief and sadness and worry, but know that underneath I was still okay. And that no matter what, I would be okay. Um, and that was huge for me in going through the change. And now it's been a couple months and I'm kind of on the other side and I'm really stepping into this new life. And um, yeah, I, I'm really loving it. Mm. Yes, I saw that you, uh, you just launched a program mm -hmm. for, is it for January? Yes, it's a three month program. Um, I did it uh, for three months in the fall. I did a pilot program with six people um, who I now call my love bugs because we just, we just like fell in love with each other and we became this like little family um, that I was kind of leading and guiding them through, um, you know, sharing the understanding that you and I coach from and um, just really pointing back to people, to their inner knowing, to their true nature, to who they really are underneath whatever we might be thinking or feeling in the moment. And so, yes, I'm launching it again in January. It'll run from January to March and um, all the videos I shot were this summer in Colorado in nature. So I went paddleboarding on lakes and would film my videos and would go hiking and mountain biking and film my videos for the course. And it was really fun. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys are listening and it's past January to March, because, you know, you might be listening after that. Uh, no worries. I'm sure that she's got something in books because she's very creative. So <laughs> at the end of the, the podcast, we're going to give you her link and you'll probably see it in the, in the description also. So um, uh, it's, uh, yeah, cool. I thought I saw it go by and I thought it was really cool. Um, so um, we, I was talking with with a girlfriend the other day and, and we were talking, cause you know, in the, in the three P community, in this community, this understanding that we talk about of the mind thought consciousness, we really don't like um, telling people what to do. <laughs> you know, like we, like we really feel like 
you know, you already know. So our goal is to um, point you to your own, your own wisdom and to get to know the difference between what you think you know and what you know you know. <laughs> and so um, I, was, I, I was talking with a girlfriend and I was like, yeah, but people really, <laughs> people want to hear how to. Like, they really want to, like, uh, as, a, as a species, <laughs> as a species, the human uh, is looking for, you know, a fixed, a fix to a problem, right? So I like the fact that you kind of like knew that there was, it was time for you for something else. Like, in, in my life, I was actually sick and tired of my job. And that's why I actually left my job. But um, I did love the job. I still, you know, like, you know, one of my favorite jobs that I had was actually working as a cashier that when I was in my 20s, I was in college and I found a job at uh, a local big brand store here that you know that that kind of like kind of like it's not a Walmart it's called the Bay I don't know do you have the Bay in the States anyways it's kind of like a Macy's I I'm, I'm hoping I'm not offending Macy's uh, <laughs> but it I loved it I like it and I came in at on the Christmas time and the Christmas holiday time and it was like packed back when you know we could have packed stores uh, <laughs> um and it was like super packed and I it it drove me it just like it, I love doing it and but I had to leave at one point because I wasn't going to do that for the rest of my life you know um so you you loved your job and you said it was a knowing but was it oh I thought I'm so sorry I thought I put this on mute I guess I did not um so did you know, like, how did you know it was a knowing kind of thing? Like if somebody says, okay, well, okay, fine. I love my job too, but you know, it's not because I think of going, you know, to apply to the circus that I'm gonna <laughs> leave my job, you know, do you, would you be able to guide somebody who's like thinking of something like that? Yeah, that's a good question. It's an it's interesting too because you know it knowing wisdom you know those words it can be um they can sound like big words and they can sound like like okay well where is my wisdom where is my knowing i don't <laughs> i don't think i have any i think i lost it yeah. you know it, it feels like a thing that we're searching for um and in and in that because it's not really a thing it's a an energy it's it's a it's hard to describe, but I will say that there were some clues that I was headed in the right direction or the wrong direction. And this, I've never told anyone this because it feels like a big no-no for a librarian to say this. Okay. So Jasmine, you are very special and it's being recorded. And I feel like somewhere in the world, there's like a librarian jail and they're going to put me into it for saying this. Okay. So apologies to any librarians out there or any readers. 
and um, kids, you can put your earmuffs on. But this is one clue that popped into my head that, so I, I am a big reader. Like I love reading and I love writing and that's been a big part of my world. And that's why I ended up like falling into the job at a library. I actually wanted to be a writer, but I was terrified of writing. So I became a librarian instead. And for a long, long time, I was lit up by stories and reading and telling stories and sharing. And that was my job. And then at some point, um, a little clue came in that for whatever reason, I just didn't care that much if kids read books. <gasps> <laughs> that's, that's where everybody has to put their earmuffs on. Like I really didn't like people, parents would say, my kid doesn't want to read. And I'd be like, okay. <laughs> like, I'd be like, why, where's the problem in that? And, um, and I really, I, I lost this like drive that like reading was the thing like that it had to be this. Um, and as a professional children's librarian, I felt very strongly that that was like maybe number one or number two of things that a librarian should probably believe in or, or really care about in order to do the job well. And hopefully this is transferable to any job that's not a librarian. Like, like if it's your job to sell meat and suddenly you find yourself being a vegan, at some point it might start to feel a little weird to like sell meat, right? It's kind of like that. So that was a little clue, um, you know, not that I, so I hope that doesn't sound weird, but I did, I just didn't, I lost my interest in like pushing people to read and selling books or, I mean, we never sold books, but like talking about, like it just yeah. didn't excite me as it, the, and it used to, it just didn't. And what excited me was talking about mind consciousness and thought and talking about spirituality and having deep conversations with adults. And that just lit my heart up. And the book thing just didn't anymore. And I tried not to judge myself for it, but that was a big clue. And when I say knowing, like that was a knowing because it was what I learned from this understanding was like, that doesn't mean anything about me. It doesn't mean I'm a bad person because suddenly I didn't care about kids reading books. It's just what happened. And I knew I was kind of growing and changing. And so, so that, that is the one thing that, that came up for me in, in sharing like a tangible clue of how, you know, you're knowing. Yeah. Mm. It, it's also, you know, I, I was reflecting cause you know, we've, we've, um, we, we've, we studied the same thing, right? So it's kind of like, it's kind of like, okay, well, do you like vanilla or ice cream? Uh, do you like vanilla or Both. chocolate ice cream? <laughs> Do you like vanilla or ch chocolate ice cream? Yeah, well, you know, you can, some people like vanilla, some people like chocolate, some people like both, some people like other stuff, but it's just like, we know. Yeah. There's no, there's no reason or rhyme, you know, it's just like, okay, so, mm, so I don't like this no more. Right. And then right. you're kind of like, uh, but I can see how we could get caught up in, oh my God, I don't like it anymore. Right. What am I going to do? You know, like we could go into this craziness of like, just keep our mind super busy and force ourselves to still do it. Right. Like I could have done that too, you know, with work, I, but you know, like I was just like, for me, it was like, I am unhappy. 
and I might as well go find my happiness. This, this, like I had, now that I, now that I have this understanding, see, I'm, see I told you I, I was going to have a dog on my breath. <laughs> she didn't even eat her bone. I gave uh. her a bone so she wouldn't jump up, but <laughs> look at her. <laughs> She's like, what are you doing? So yeah, now that I understand this, I could see that there was a lot of thinking inside, you know, that job. I can see that there was a lot of, I was feeding a lot of things mm -hmm. that were making me, that were revving me up, that were making me angry. And at, you know, at one point I just left, but that was, you know, what I found to do it was kind of like my knowing in that moment that was just like okay I need to get out of here I just need to to leave and I I don't regret it at all because it brought me here right right everything that I did after that is like okay like I I saw things like I could I after I I left my job three months and I found another job and I told myself, I'm not going to, I'm going to be self-employed, but then I got scared. <laughs> oh my God, I can't be self-employed. I can't do this. So I went to work for somebody else and I worked with him three months and in three months, I was like in that same position as I was with the other job that was 10 years, you know, like I had made up, oh, well, I've been there 10 years. So it must be that. Mm -hmm. Right. And then I start working there and three months in, I'm already like as aggravated as, as, as unhappy as ever. And, and I, I really reflected and I really looked at, well, what are the similarities, you know? And I couldn't find the similarities in the work because they were different jobs. So the only similarity that I found was me. <laughs> <laughs> and that started everything. Yeah, so you really saw that you were creating it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see it as much as I see it now. Right. But I was like, okay, well, let me work on me. <laughs> you know, instead of trying to fix everybody else and fix the job and, you know, control how it's going to happen and all of this. And I started looking at, at that and I saw so many things. Yeah. Well, what a cool insight to have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was very happy about that. And that's what I'm that's where I guide people to to look and see, you know. I I saw that dreaming dreaming is something that I had stopped doing. Right? I think that your heart is pretty young and I think that you, you know, being uh, uh you know, being around kids probably kept it pretty young also right I'm just um, immature pardon me <laughs> I'm just immature yeah okay <laughs> what yeah what you guys need to know is when I met Sarah you know I was kind of like 
we we met in January and that was right before the pandemic. So we we actually met and we had seen each other in Zoom calls, but we never met. So I met her and I think three days in, I sat next to her and I said to her, you were the cool girl in school, weren't you? <laughs> it was like, because I wasn't the cool girl. I was like the, and I still feel like that sometimes, you know, I still feel like the, the, dork the 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 young girl you know like the I still have this little naivete to me and I used to beat myself up about it and now mm -hmm. I think it's kind of cute I think it's kind of cute too I was just gonna say I, I like that about you <laughs> I'm I'm I like to look for the positive I like to look for what's gonna make me smile what's gonna make me feel good and, yeah, I think, and it's like sorry I was just gonna say it's like chocolate or vanilla like yeah. you just you like that so. yeah exactly exactly and um and so I I like this understanding that we work with because that's what we guide people to do we guide to look at okay well what lights you up and go for that you know, I was wondering if you could tell me your take on, on this. Okay, let me, let me try to phrase it properly. Well, everybody who's listened to me knows who Michael Neal is. So, you know, when Michael says something like, do what brings you to life and everything will fall into place. Like, do you have a take on that? I, I do, because I think I have in some ways been following that lately. Um, and maybe always, but, but certainly, you know, being a solopreneur, as we're called, right, at owning our own business, being a business of one, it's like, um, my days like feel pretty open. Like I get to create my day. I, you know, I have some coaching sessions and some appointments and, you know, things that are in the calendar, but for the most part, there's some space there that um, wasn't necessarily there when I was working for, for a, a company, you know, yeah. um, because that was more dictated by them as opposed to me. Um, and so it's cool. So I kind of do, I get to touch into that every day. Like, okay, well, what would be fun to do today? And it, and it's interesting when I come at it that way, I always enjoy the task, even if the task maybe isn't something that I normally love to do, like writing my newsletter. I used to um, put pressure on myself to do the newsletter, but like just yesterday I was like, oh, I get to do my newsletter. Like it, um, because that occurred to me to do yesterday. And so I don't know if that's, um, the same thing as what you're getting at, but it's like, it feels like a choice and it feels like following intuition and it feels like following what seems appropriate in the moment. Um, and it's not always like unicorns and rainbows and uh, marching band, like yeah. excitement, but it's like, this feels good. This feels like the right thing to do. So I feel like um, I navigate by that a lot. Is that kind of what you're getting at or are you talking about something different? No, it's, it, it's, it speaks to 
it speaks to, you know, how you know. <laughs> I think that there is, there's a feeling inside the, the knowing. There's a feeling that, and I think that I used to collapse that, that where I was like, okay, well, I'm not feeling good right now. Oh, I'm not laughing right now. Or I'm not, you know, jumping for joy right now. So like, I was kind of like looking for a feeling of joy, of happiness, of, of yeah. excitement of I, I, in the beginning when I was starting to be in, in, in this, looking inside this understanding. But like, there's this big event that occurred in my life, which was my mother's death, right? And and I remember, you know, being sitting next to her bed and I knew she was passing. I knew she was passing any minute now. And, and I remember being sad, but not being, but knowing that this was the thing that needed to happen. And it really clicked in that moment where it was kind of like, okay, there's, there's a moment there's this place in, in us that just knows, and it's not a place that is happy, sad, angry. It's a place that is just accepting of what is. And I thought that was like, so cool. <laughs> That is really cool. I definitely used to think that my excitement about something was my knowing. Um, and I'm a person who gets really excited really easily about things and I'm pretty impulsive and like a squirrel, like in shiny objects, like, oh, let's do that. Oh, let's do that. And I really followed that feeling thinking that that was my knowing. Mm -hmm. And I've learned through this that like, no, that's, I mean, maybe knowing's there in some of it, but that's not, um, a reliable like excitement is coming from my thought and usually an attachment that that thing's going to give me joy or that thing's going to give me the thing I'm looking for um so I really I I've got an, a little bit uh, on to that excited feeling that um that doesn't necessarily mean what I used to think it meant um it used to just mean that yeah I was probably just not in my wisdom really and just being um, impulsively moved by whatever was shiny in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's a, it's a great, um, it's a, it's a great thing to be able to see that, to be able to see, you know, what we get distracted by, you know, um, I have this place where, I would like to talk, like something came up. I feel like talking about contentment. I think that there's this, um, I had this this conversation with Jason Deppen actually last week. My, the person on, on the podcast was Jason. And he was saying that he's basically stopped seeking because he's in this place of contentment, you know? Um, what, what, what do you have to say? What do you see about that? Seeking, seeking versus contentment. Like I'm, 
I don't think I'm seeking as much, <laughs> you know, like I'm, I think that's maybe some areas I'm still seeking something. Um, but I'm looking differently, you know, like I'm kind of like looking at what's in the space instead of looking at the content like of why, why is this in my space? You know, <laughs> <laughs> which could make me waste a lot of time. But do you have anything like, what do you see about contentment and seeking? Yeah, well, that actually really beautifully circles back to something we were talking about um, when you were describing um, you leaving your job of 10 years and then leaving your job of three months and seeing that it wasn't the job, it was just, it was you. Mm. Um, I actually had a sim similar-ish, or it made me think of, of my own journey of transitioning careers that um, there, when I like very first had the kernel of an idea that maybe I'd like to do something different as a career, I definitely went about it in a seeking way, like in a, and I, I created a story in my head that my current job was bad and that something else was better you know, something else, like, and I, I did, I created this gap and I, I really was seeking for a while that something out there was going to make me feel better. Um, a different job was going to make me feel better, a different, um, like, yeah. And it wasn't until that I came all across this understanding um, that I realized, and I was still in my old job, that it was like, oh, wait a second. Happiness comes from within right? Contentment comes from within. I, that means that my job has nothing to do with my happiness or contentment. And when I really saw it, like really saw it, like not just intellectually, but really saw like, oh, it doesn't matter what my career is. I experienced this overwhelming sense of contentment. And I would actually say for a good long time, maybe at least a year, I stayed in my job perfectly content. And I actually told myself, I could actually do this job till I'm 80 and I would be fine. And because I knew that it was all going to come from my thinking. Like, I was like, oh, what if I just stayed in this job till I was 80 or 90? Like, I would be fine. And I really relaxed around it and I stopped seeking and I became really content with just where I was, with the job I had, with everything I had. And do you know what the interesting thing that happened, Jasmine? <laughs> as soon as I came to that place of contentment of really being okay knowing that I could do this forever it was like pretty quickly after that I was like I know I could do this till I was 80 but I'm just ready to leave that was that was a knowing that came in like it was as soon as I dropped all the seeking as soon as I dropped all the searching as soon as I dropped all that the knowing came like loud and clear it just said yeah you could stay but you're ready to go and it was really kind, like kind of how I say it, like it was with a smile. It was like, you're just ready to go. It's not a big deal. Like, and, and that's when knowing came in and that's when I started to make the moves to, to really do it. Mm. You it know what it sounds I was content, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like it wasn't, and I'm gonna use this word, <laughs> but I'm gonna say it sounds like uh, it wasn't difficult. Like in the sense that, it wasn't hard. Like, I know that you had difficult moments. I know that you had moments of sadness, but the decision was a no brainer kind of thing. 
you know, like a no thought involved. Yeah. Well, it was like the knowing came in loud and clear and yeah. I felt all sorts of emotions on top of that knowing, yeah. but the knowing never left. Like it was all, cause when it's true, I think it's just true. And I felt sadness on top of it and worry on top of it and fear on top of it, but it was still underneath all the time. You know, it's so funny because you know what it reminds me of? Like I've talked to, you know, I'm the single girl. I'm like, that's my identity. <laughs> I'm the single girl. I didn't Everybody know that. that knows <laughs> that I've been single for, you know, most of my life. Um, and I, I, so a lot of my friends would come up to me and talk to me about their relationships, you know, and most of the time, you know, they would call, they, they would call on me to, to find out, should I do it? Should I break up with them? And I, and it was kind of like, I don't know why I knew it back then. Cause I didn't have that understanding. Cause you know, like now they're all married or, <laughs> but I had this understand, I, like, I just felt, I knew like, you already know, like you already know that you want to leave them. Otherwise you wouldn't be asking me this question. Right. You know, or like that there's it's funny right there's this thing where we if but if we could only get okay well if you're wondering this then there's under there there's already the answer so you mm -hmm. don't need to go seek the answer outside of you just look within which is you know let's this is something that I teach my people it's kind of like don't go out there to look for the answer go you can go out there to get perspective you know like what's their perspective and what's mm -hmm. their perspective and what do how do they see it and then filter it in and look and see hmm oh 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 like and you might see something for yourself right and i think in uh, the beauty of that is like it reflects that it, getting perspective from outside can act as a mirror to your authentic knowing Cause it's like, oh, I see what they just said. And I like, that didn't feel right. So it's yeah. like a reflection. It's like, it reflects your own knowing. Yeah. Like I, I have a, I have a kind of, uh, it's not devious in any ways, but that's the word is I have like a, um, what would be the word? I have a hobby of, I love tarot cards and okay. I love uh, spirit animal cards. And it doesn't really fall into, I have to think this understanding yes. like, it's just kind of like a juicy thing that I enjoy doing. It lights me up. I do it every night before I go to bed. I do a tarot card um, or several and I just enjoy it. And it, it actually settles my mind. I get really quiet and I listen. And if a card comes up and I'm like, mm, no, <laughs> then that's actually reflecting my own knowing, right? It's like something I already know. If a card comes up that I'm aligned with, I'm like, oh yeah, that's true. And again, that's like a reflection, um, but it's, and it's not about the card. It's about, oh, what's true for me in this moment. That's very cool. So you're going to hold on a second. I'm, I'm, I'm walking away from the, like, you want to sing a song to the people who can't see us? <laughs> um, Jasmine's walking away. Maybe she's getting her tarot cards. No, I'm not getting tarot cards. <laughs> I'm getting angel cards. Mm. So I got these little angel cards and we're going to play. So, so I totally get you. And you know, that's something that I also love doing. If you would see the many toys that I have here, 
And in the beginning, I was, you know, I have to admit, I was listening to it for, tell me what to do. Tell me which way to look. And, but I could see that, you know, some of that was just bullshit. I was just like, no, 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 that doesn't work for me. But then other times it was kind of like, oh, well, that's beautiful. Actually, that's touching me, you know, that. So I still play with them too. Good. We have a juicy uh, hobby together. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and, you know, I moved not long ago. And um, so everything was in boxes. So lately I found this little pouch and in this little pouch, I have these angel cards. Oh, they're pretty. So they give you a message. So I'm going to pick one for you. <gasps> cool. Right. And then you can say whatever you can hear, whatever you want. Okay. So I'm just going to pick, and I don't know if they're French or English. I don't even know. Okay. Well, you're bilingual. So <laughs> it, they're French. So it's actually humor. Hmm. So you got the angel of humor. I think that suits you. <laughs> sure. I'll, yes. That, that aligns with uh, some that truth aligns, there. Yeah. Right? Okay. I'm, I'm picking one for me. For me, it's harmony. Oh, actually, no, they're French. They're they're English. Oh. Harmony. It's just that it's a Canadian humor. Right with the U. <laughs> so, spell it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> we Canadians, we just spell stuff wrong. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I I think I think we've had fun. This has been great. Yeah, it's always fun to chat with you, Jasmine. Yes, I love I love chatting with my people, my peeps. I miss my peeps. Yeah. Like I wish we could we could have met each other more because I never got to do the 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 scooter. The scooter. I know. Never got to scoot. You know, there's there's a whole lifetime ahead of us. I feel like we're all gonna meet again. We're gonna scooter again. I I do feel this is temporary. I, I agree. And by then, maybe my phone will work and I'll actually be able to do it because that's why I didn't do it because my phone wouldn't let me. Yes, you'll have oodles of time to prepare for that. <laughs> they kept telling me that it was because I was from Canada and I was like, that's bullcrap. You guys are lying to me because I have a friend here that's from Singapore. I have a friend here that, you know, like right. I was like giving them all the different countries that we were. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Thank you so much for the conversation. Uh, so for people who've enjoyed your company and would like to see you some more, how do they get to um, talk to you, reach you? Yeah, well, a good uh, door to reach me is through my website, which is sarahkosten.com. I think my name's down there, S-A-R-A-H-K-O-S-T-I-N.com. And then my Know Your Nature program um, is a different website. It's Know Your Nature Coaching. Dot com. Of course, they both link to each other, so you can find me either way. Um, and I'm on Facebook and Instagram, and I'd love I love to hear from people. So feel free to say hello. Yes, people. So thank you very much if you've been uh, listening this this whole way. I hope you've enjoyed the conversation. If and you're still you here, had fun. <laughs> yeah, and that you're still here. And um, if you uh, would do me a favor and like my youtube channel and 
my Podbean, my podcast Podbean channel, I would surely appreciate it. And I'm going to tell you that I'm going to be back next week with somebody else. I don't know who yet. Well, I do know, but I just don't remember by heart. (laughs) So I have to look at my schedule. I'm not going to put you guys through that. But I am going to tell you, please continue. Keep doing great work, Sarah. And everybody keep dreaming, doing and daring. Live the life you love. Bye.